Good morning, good morning, good morning. I am Erica Allen, and I'm going to do the, I've never, ever preached from a stool before in my entire life, but I'm going to sit down uh, this morning to share um, our message with you this morning. And so, Abby told you that we're starting a new message series, I Quit, and we decided that we're going to actually start that message series next week, so come back. Um, if you have some trouble making excuses, it'll be, the, it'll be perfect. It, it's like nine or ten days into the year, it's the perfect time when you start making excuses about why you can't live into all those New Year's resolutions you made. So come back next week because we're going to talk about how it is time to quit making excuses and do what it is um, that God has called us to do. Today, what I wanted to do was just share a quick vision about where our church is headed. Where our church is headed. Um, I am going to read to you, when we started this church, when I got the call um, to move here to Tampa, Florida, to start this church about five years ago, I was drawn to a scripture in Revelation chapter 22. And when you hear the word revelation, I don't know if you all have heard this before or not. I grew up in a church when revelation was going to be read, it was like scary stuff. Like I wasn't really excited about it. But the more time that I've sat down and spent reading the words of God given to John and in the book of Revelation, the more excited and hopeful I've become about what it is that God is doing. There was a man named John. He was on the Isle of Patmos. It's like this really beautiful island in Greece. It, like it's beautiful. I've seen pictures of it, like crystal clear blue water, a beautiful, like absolutely stunning beach. Like just absolutely the most amazing paradise you could ever imagine. And God has him there. And in the middle of him being on this island, God gives him a dream and a vision about the future of the church. And in this vision and this dream, he tells him like, there is going to be, he uses all this metaphorical language about different stuff that he's going to do. And this is the last bit of that dream, what I'm about to read to you. He said, John, I want you absolutely and totally committed to what it is I am doing in the world. And this is what he says in Revelation chapter 22. He write, John writes down what he saw and what, what he heard. He said, the angel showed me the river of the water of life. As clear as crystal, flowing from the throne of God and of the Lamb, down the middle of the great street of the city. I ran on Bayshore yesterday, and that water is not crystal clear, and it doesn't smell great. But imagine a city longing for crystal clear, clean water to run down through the middle. What a beautiful city, right? What a beautiful city. This is the city that God dreams of to come alive in this world. On each side of the river stood the tree of life, a tree that gives life and goodness, y'all. It bared 12 crops of fruit, yielding its fruit every month. I garden here in Florida, and there is no tree that produces fruit 12 months of the year. There's no, tree, there's no, fruit, no tree that produces that kind of fruit. There's nothing you can plant in the ground that's going to give you fruit for 12 months of the year. But God says, I'm doing something in this city that you all are longing for and that you need in your life. And this tree will give you what you need all year long. All year long. And the leaves of the tree are for the healing of the nations. 
Anybody looked around our world and longed for healing in our world? That's what these leaves are for, to offer healing. No longer will there be any curse. The throne of God and of the Lamb will be in the city and His servants will serve Him. We won't serve our bosses. We won't serve our money. We won't serve our schools. We won't serve our government. We will serve God and God's goodness. They will see His face. We will see the loving, gentle, merciful, good face of God and His name will be on our foreheads. There will be no more guessing. Those people feed the homeless. I wonder if they're Christian. They will have across their face. We are people bringing in goodness and light of God into this city that God is building in this world. There will be no more night. There will be no more darkness or fear. They will not need the light of a lamp or the light of the sun for the Lord our God will give them light and they will reign forever and ever and the angel said to me these words are trustworthy and true they were given over 2,000 years ago to John and the thing that he wrote down after hearing them were these words are trustworthy and true. This is what God is doing in our city, and God has asked us to be a part of that. As your pastor, I cannot, I have never, ever been more hopeful about the future of Horizon Church. Our best days were not in 2019. They were not in 2020. Those days, our best days were not behind us. They are ahead of us. And God has made it clear to me that God wants to use you all in these seats, the people in our small groups, the people who sign up for service, the people in this city to be a part of God's healing in the world. I have met with people. I have met and talked and texted with people who are hurting and broken, who are walking through darkness, and God is ready to bring God's healing light and love through you, through you. And as your pastor, I am so excited to be a part of leading us into the next season that Horizon Church is going to live into. Last year, in 2021, the words that God gave me for our church were purpose and connection. We helped people discover their purpose, and we connected you all in small groups and in service opportunities that changed your lives and changed this city. The word that I've been given for 2022 is heal. Heal. When we sit in this auditorium or, or wherever, hopefully it won't be this auditorium, we're going to talk about that in just a minute. When we sit and we gather on Christmas Eve in 2022, I can't wait to look out in these seats and see people who have experienced God's healing and light and who have been part of offering it to a world desperate and thirsty for it. If you have ever ever in the last little bit had a question if God has you here for a mighty purpose I need to I need you to hear me say God has a mighty purpose for you and is ready to use you you will be fueled up for that purpose in this church through what God is calling us and asking us to do with 
and for one another in the year ahead. Heal. There are four initiatives that we're going to work on as we are a part of God's healing love. The first is home. H start, uh, heal starts with H, and this is home. Since the very first day of Horizon, we've been committed to making sure people who are physically hungry and homeless, that their needs are met. We fix peanut butter and jelly sandwiches in the back room of a brewery. We've collected items for people who are hungry. We've collected items for people who are homeless. We've worked for, for affordable housing. We have worked hard to shine the light of God for people who are hungry and homeless. We will continue to do that. We will not let up on making sure that people have the necessities of home, that they are not hungry and that they are not homeless because of the work God is calling us and asking us to do. We are going to double down on those efforts. We have a free grocery store that we operate out of the Gandhi Civic Association and that thing is going to be taken to the next level. It's not just going to be about feeding people, but it's going to be about addressing the needs of hunger and homelessness and poverty in our community. We are ready to ignite change in 2022 and make sure every single person in our city and our community have a home. But as, as Horizon Church has made sure that we have met the physical needs of people, we have done so without having a physical space of our own to call home. And what it has made us keenly aware of, just like John who's sitting on the Isle of Patmos, what we have noticed in the wilderness is that people are spiritually hungry and spiritually homeless like they have never been before. And so Horizon won't just care about the physical needs of the homeless and the hungry in our community. We will double down on making sure the spiritually hungry and homeless have a place to experience the love and grace of God through Jesus Christ that changes everything. When you are hurt, when you are sad, when you are living through darkness, this Horizon Church will be the place where you come home. It will be the place where you look at your friend or the person that you work with or your mom or your dad or your children and you say, it's time to come home. God is ready to meet you where you are spiritually homeless and spiritually hungry. We are hungry for Jesus. We are hungry for a home to experience God's goodness and we will provide that to the community. In this town, you point at the Bucks practice field over there off Del Mabry and Hines, and you say that is where the Super Bowl champions train. That's where the Buccaneers practice field is, right? Y'all point at that, and you know what happens in that place. You point at Armature Works, and you say that's where a new idea, a new concept took root in our city as a model for what other places could do with industrial areas in their community. That's what happens at Armature Works. Community and celebration and, and new ideas and new concepts are born there. You point at TJ, TGH, Tampa General Hospital, over there on Davis Island, you say, that's where you go when you're sick. I want Horizon Church to have a physical stake in the ground in Tampa, and I want everybody in Tampa to point to it and say, you want God's transformation? That's where it begins. That's where the ministry hub for homelessness and, and hunger for physical stuff, that's where new ideas are born for God's transformation to come alive and for a crystal clear river to run right through the middle of their city. That's where fruit 
That's where the fruit of life begins. That's where you go when you're homeless and you're hungry. People point. People point to to physical space, a physical church, and they say that, that is where God's transformation begins. In 2022, Horizon will begin a physical stake in the ground to have a home because we need to have a place here to invite people to come home to the arm of Jesus. Be thinking right now who it is you are going to invite into the arms of Jesus through home here at Horizon in the coming year. E is empower. E is empower. The most beautiful thing that I saw in all of 2021 was 19 volunteers standing under a shade tree at Sheremonte Elementary paired with students who've experienced social and emotional and physical trauma like I have never heard before. Grandparents who cared for them died. Aunts and uncles, moms and dads. They lived in hotels and they told us about this tragedy and this pain as we ate pizza and drank milk. And our people could look back at them and say, it is dark. What you're saying is dark, but I am here with you. You are not alone. And I'm going to do whatever it takes that is healthy and with the boundaries that I need in place to make sure that you know that God has a purpose for you no matter what trauma you've experienced in your life. We're going to do everything we can to empower you to live in to God's purpose. We're going to sit with you once a week if we have to at lunch. We're going to eat pizza and drink milk with you till we don't like pizza and milk anymore. We are going to be a part of empowering people to experience the love and purpose of Christ. And after that day, the principal at Sheremonte Elementary called me and he said, Hey, Erica, what do you think about us starting a fund? Why don't we name it after your church? We'll call it New Horizons. And every kid who has social and emotional and trauma and financial trauma in their lives can, can, will use this fund to figure out how to meet their needs. If it's to hire different counselors or start new programs or whatever it is, we're going to use this. And we collected money on Christmas Eve. I'll tell you the final um, amount of that money in, next week but it is amazing. It, like thousands of dollars from our church are going to be used to start a program called New Horizons to empower kids to know their purpose. And this is what happens under shade trees is adults discover their purposes too. They discovered in a world longing for things that really matters what really matters. It's God's goodness and love and power and it's sharing it with other people. We will be doubled down on empowering in 2022. Think right now, right now, how you are going to connect to the power of the Holy Spirit. What devotion are you going to pick up every single day? What prayer are you going to pray every single day? What book of the Bible are you going to read through every single day? So you are connecting the power of the Holy Spirit. And how are you going to let the Holy Spirit use you to empower others? I can't do this work by myself. We can't do this work by ourselves. It is time we go and tell other people about the life-changing, empowering work of the Holy Spirit. We will be focused on empowering. And on December 31st, 2022, I can't wait to look around at our church at all the ways God has empowered healing to change this city.
Can you see it? Can you taste it? Can you smell it? Because of you, God's power will come alive in this world. We are going to empower others. We are going to be authentic. Authentic. You can't heal without being authentic. 2022 has been the weirdest year of my entire life. In fact, a few months ago, I hit a pretty terrible patch, and I had no idea what to do. A terrible patch is like an understatement. I had no idea what I was going to do. And I called my friend, who I know also struggles with some anxiety issues that I, I was struggling with, and I said, I don't know what to do. Tell me what to do. And she's in recovery. She picked me up on a Friday afternoon, and she took me to an AA, an Alcoholics Anonymous meeting. And I said, I've not had a drink in a month. <laughs> like, I, can't, I can't even think about drinking. And, and she said, just, just say you're a dry addict and sit in here for a minute. I think it'll help you. And I was shaking, and I've never been more uncomfortable in my life to walk into a room. But I needed healing and recovery from the anxiety and pain I was experiencing in my life so bad that I would have done anything anything for it. And thank goodness for a friend who picked me up at my house on a Friday night and drug me to a meeting. And as I sat in that room, I listened to women share their real pain and their real struggles for each other. And the one thing that kept them sober and in recovery was clinging to their higher power and being authentic and real about the struggles that keep them from it. I was amazed. And I still sit here today telling you I was amazed that I got to glimpse the ways that being authentic with each other changed their lives. If you are tired of living in darkness and pain and anxiety, stop it. Because in this church, that is what we're going to model our small groups after. Because it is time we're authentic. Because this is what happens. This is what happens when we're authentic and real about the brokenness and pain and darkness of our lives. Through Jesus Christ, God takes that pain and that darkness and that brokenness and he, he takes all the power from it because he's already done it. He takes all the power from it and he holds on to it himself. And as we're authentic, we become the body of Christ ready to share that love and power with other people. In this church... We will be authentic. We started five small groups that were authentic. They helped people parent. They helped people through the worst and darkest moments of their lives. They helped people celebrate the most beautiful and life-giving moments of their lives. We started five new small groups this year. Next year, we're going to start ten. Not next year, this year. On December 31st, 2022, I want 150 people to be able to tell a story just like I was able to tell. In the darkest and hardest moments of my life, people were real and authentic, and I learned about the power of Christ because of it. 150 people say, I experienced the brightest and best day of my life, and I had people to celebrate with me because they were the body of Christ around me. We will be authentic in our small groups because we know the power, the authentic and good power of Jesus Christ that, that removes the power of brokenness and pain and darkness. He's already taken it. He takes it from our lives and being real and authentic and connected to each other empowers us for work that we cannot do alone. There will be a moment at the end of this service where you can sign up for a small group. Some of you may be called to lead it. It is time. It is time that we are authentic and real with each other so we can be healing agents of God in a world desperate for it. But we cannot be that if we're not experiencing that healing love in small groups ourselves. The last letter of heal is L. And we are going to lead. 
I've heard it said that hurt people hurt others. But healed people, healed people offer healing to others. And horizon people who've been healed by Jesus, we are going to drag our friends who need healing to the feet of Jesus, whatever it takes. We are going to drag the hurting and pain-ridden people of our world to the feet of Jesus. We are going to leave exactly where we are at work, as parents, as community members, as volunteers, as junior league leaders, as whatever you do, whatever you do, I want you to be leading the healing work of God from the seat God has placed you in. Not because I want it or I need it, but because God is ready to heal through the places God has placed you for such a time as this. It is time to lead people to healing. And not only, not only will we lead people to healing, this year, every single month for three days of the year, we will offer a leadership academy led by Chris and myself. The first one will be in January. It'll be on Thursday, January 13th. Thursday, January 20th, and Thursday, January 27th at Four Rivers at 1145. We'll meet and have a working lunch, and we're going to do a leadership academy for an hour during your lunch break. If you're ready to leave as, as, as a follower of Jesus from the place you're in, I'll see you at 1145 on Thursday, January 13th at Four Rivers, right here on the corner of Swan and McDill. If you're vegan, they have some good food for you there. Anyway, they have some plant-based stuff now. We are going to lead people to the feet of Jesus so they can experience the healing love of God. This city is going to be different. This city is going to be different because of each of you. We are going to be different. We're going to be healed and whole and connected. We're going to impact and be generous. Y'all, your generosity last year in 2021, Chris put this budget up and I was like, there is no way. If we make this budget, there is no way we've done it except God. No, we didn't just make budget this year. We surpassed budget by a lot because there is a God who is empowering us to do the work. And I watched your generosity not just change this city. I watched it change you. I watched God take the power from your brokenness and your pain and the things you invest in. And I watched God use it for good. This place, this city will be different to us because we offer home. Because we empower others. Because we're authentic. And because we lead others exactly from where we are to know about the goodness of God. God is doing something in this church. God is doing something in your life, and you are not in the seat you are in by accident. You are here because your purpose in 2022 is to be an agent, a vehicle, a vessel of God's healing love in the world. And it is time. It is time for you to say yes to the healing God wants to offer in your life and to the healing God wants to flow to our city and our community and our world through you. Will you pray with me? God, I pray today over each person in these seats, over each person that joined us online, over each person in our small groups and in our service ministry that's impacted by our stuff, God. 
I pray right now that the healing work that you started long, long ago will flow like a mighty river through us and from us. I pray that there will be moment after moment after moment in 2022 where we say, God did it. There's no other explanation than God did it. I pray for the people in this room who brought brokenness and pain with them, God. I pray you'll give them strength to be authentic and you will do what you, can, what you only can do through Jesus Christ. Take the power of that pain and brokenness. Take it in your hand, God, and offer them healing. I pray for the broken and the hurting people we will meet in the year to come. That we will offer your healing love when it makes no sense, God. And I pray. I pray that each person in this place will be able to say, on January 2nd, 2022, we got a vision of what it is you can do in us and through us, God. And on December 31st, 2022, may we be found faithful in the work you have called us and set us aside to do. May we bear fruit 12 months of the year. May we offer healing leaves to the nations. May we offer your goodness and your love to a world desperate for it. Empower us to shine your light and ignite your change like never before. Amen.